As I head into a period of lots of reflection and also letting go a big part of my business, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the lessons and some prompts to help you really honor where you are at at this time of the year. And you might just be surprised at what comes up for you. You're listening to Quietly Ambitious with conversations about how it really feels to build a business that honors your whole self unapologetically. And that includes who you are, how you feel, what you really desire, the impact that you want to create, and importantly, the money you want to make. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and my superpower is supporting sensitive and ambitious humans to make more money by fully expressing and owning all of who they are. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to the last podcast episode of the year. Oh my goodness. Um, And I'm just going to warn you, I think today's episode is going to get a bit philosophical. Now, obviously, the end of the year is an incredible time to reflect. And I hope that it gives you some encouragement to pause, to do your own reflection and gives you some helpful, insightful, powerful questions to work with as well. And personally for me, it's not just a case of reflecting because we're at a natural end of a cycle of a year. It's also a time where I have just, or I'm about to, let something massive go from my business. And it's bittersweet because I know it is the right choice, the the most aligned choice for my business, but that doesn't mean that it has been an easy decision and it doesn't mean that there isn't still grief and sadness about letting it go. So in today's episode, I just wanted to speak about both of these kind of endings and honoring these kind of endings. So I'm going to start with the end of the year. And I know that it's arbitrary, right? And I know that a lot of people, like I was talking about in the last episode, some people can find it difficult with all the talk around New Year and reflecting and planning and all of this stuff. Yes, it's arbitrary, that it's the end of the year. We could do this and probably should do this at multiple times whenever feels right for us. But just reminding ourselves that it is helpful to be given a reason to pause, a reason to slow down. We are part of nature and nature is cyclical. And in the Northern Hemisphere where I am recording this, We're entering winter, which is a period of pause in nature, the fertile void when it seems like not much is going on, but stuff is happening under the surface, right? Getting ready for the spring in the new year. And it really is a good time to reflect if it feels right for you. And I think that, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I... I feel so much more grounded when I'm following the lunar cycle, for example, Just having that natural reminder every four weeks or every two weeks to go inwards or to think about what I want to release or whatever it is that I do on the moon ritual. It's just really grounding to have that natural reminder to pause because especially in the world that we are in of business and personal development, we are so focused on what is next. We are constantly focused on what is next. And often, actually, we are very focused on what we haven't achieved. 
And I think it's so important to pause and to give ourselves time to appreciate what we have now, to appreciate that we have now what we so desperately wanted in the past as well. Like past us would be amazed at what we have now, but how often do we give ourselves time to actually appreciate that fact? And never have I felt this so clearly than at the end of last year. I deliberately took, I deliberately stretched out, actually, I didn't like, didn't give myself any like one day to sit down and do this. And I didn't do it for loads of time at once, but I stretched out over the period of a couple of weeks reflecting on the year that had just been. And when I started the reflection process for 2021, I started it out thinking that was a hard year and I'm glad that year is over. And by the time I finished reflecting, I had totally changed my perspective of my experience of 2021. And what I did to really help me was I really slowly and quite thoroughly, so it did take a long time, went through all of my photos on my phone from 2021, from the whole year. And like I said, it completely changed my perspective of the year, which shows me that I wasn't seeing the full picture until I gave myself time to actually see it. And also in the process of doing that, you know, and and doing it over the period of a couple of weeks, it gave me time to process the difficult stuff as well. It gave me time to really just sit with all of the things, the good, the bad, the ugly of the year and process it, see it, witness it, feel it. And it helped me to be more intentional about the energy that I was carrying into 2022 going forward. Which I also think, by the way, giving ourselves time to process in this way is really important to make space for possibility. And I mean, the reason why this is on my mind is because I'm about to run a free workshop about this on the 14th of December. So if you're listening to this at the time it's going out, if you go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash possibility, please do sign up and join us. Even if you can't make it on that day, there will be a limited replay. And this is this is a really updated workshop, but I did run a version of it last year and everyone, like people loved it. Honestly, it was amazing. So go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash possibility to sign up for that. So yeah, the, the, the idea of possibility is really on my mind right now. But the reason I think that this makes space for possibility is because our minds are so limited. And I spoke about this again a little bit in the last episode. Our minds are so limited and our minds will jump to conclusions very quickly. And often they'll do this quickly because it's an inbuilt safety mechanism. And maybe in certain situations, it's very helpful to be able to jump to conclusions, right? But the thing is, if we give ourselves time to process and we give ourselves time to really see the truth, we're clearing away the negative assumptions we're giving ourselves time to sit with those and clear them away and we're also showing our minds that actually not everything is exactly the way we think it is and we remind ourselves that there's so much more to reality than our thoughts and our thoughts are not reality right I saw this so clearly when I did this reflection process at the end of 2021 it was incredible how much it changed my view of the year that had just been so making time for reflection, doing it 
not just at this time of year, but in regular intervals, is really powerful for making space for possibility as well. And something that I do with my clients, it's a, it's a, it's a bonus that I offer usually for like pay in full or yeah, a different time. So it's, it's currently a bonus I offer if you sign up to work with me one-to-one and pay in full, which by the way, my one-to-one prices are about to go up on the 1st of January. Um, so go and have a look on my website if you're curious about this. Um, but I do a future rehearsing visualization. It's a process that we go through. And then at the end of it, I record a personalized visualization for them to listen to again and again and again, right? I do this for myself as well, by the way. It's so powerful. Like I can't tell you how powerful this process is. Firstly, the, the, the process itself helps you to really get clear on what it is that you want to call in um, and to play with some of that possibility. And then the visualization really powerful in bringing you back to who it is that you need to be to make this happen. Anyway, I digress. So what's been really interesting is so many of my clients who have done this visualization process with me have ended up messaging me and saying, oh, I randomly listened to this visualization again after ages of not listening to it. And I couldn't believe it. Like basically everything has come true. And this just it really highlights to me how much we grow and change and absolutely fail to recognize it. How much we grow and change, but are so quick to move on to the next thing that we don't pause and and acknowledge and feel grateful and celebrate the fact that we have what our past self wanted. Like, I cannot tell you how often this happens with the future rehearsing visualizations. It's incredible. And... Yeah, the best reminder to pause and to reflect. So at this time of year, I've already been doing a little bit of reflecting because it felt right for me. And I do think it's important to give yourself time. Like if you're not in the space of reflecting, you don't have to do it right away. You've got time. But I wanted to give you some questions to ask yourself that might help you in this process. And by the way, I'm planning to send out all of these questions in an email newsletter So if you're listening to this at the time it goes out, if you're listening to this months later, then then just pay more attention and make notes while I read them out. But if you're listening to this in December 2022, go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to sign up to the newsletter so that you can get a written copy of all these questions. And by the way, something that I find really helpful when reflecting on the year is sometimes to list out all of the months of the year and then choose the questions that most speak to me and, and fill in the blanks for each of the months. It can really help because if we're thinking of the year as a whole, it can be very easy to miss things. Very, very easy to miss things. Um, and that is a reflection process that I did recently. I listed out all of the months of the year and wrote down notes for each month. Not reams and reams, but it was really, really helpful. And, and so many seemingly small things that I'd forgotten about that are actually quite important. Anyway, the questions some questions to ask yourself. What have I learned this year? What am I proud of? What surprised me this year? In what ways have I changed this year? What challenged me this year? What didn't work for me this year? And what did? What do I want to bring forward to 2023? And what do I want to release and let go of 
in 2023? And how do I get to honor and process what I'm releasing and letting go of? And of course, you might have your own questions. That's absolutely fine. But the key is to really go a bit deeper than surface level. It could be really easy to stop and think, oh, that's what I did this year and that's it. But when you ask yourself these questions, you will be surprised at what comes up. And that last question of what do I want to release and let go of and how can I honor that really, really ties to the second part of this episode, which is all about deliberate endings and consciously letting things go. Because it's one thing to like pause and reflect and, and you know, to check in in the natural kind of cycles of the year. It's another thing to know that it's time to release something. It's another thing to know that it's time to like close a chapter, to let something go. And when I, a couple of years ago, if you don't know the backstory, and I do have I do have a whole podcast episode about this, about, I I forget what number it is, but I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I have a whole podcast episode about the process of essentially quitting my uh, first business, my copywriting business. And it was in 2020 when I finally closed that business down. And At the time, I was so focused on why I didn't want to do it anymore. I was so focused on the negative aspects of it in terms of my kind of personal fulfillment and what the work I enjoyed doing that I was really taken aback when I closed it down and actually there was a lot of grief and sadness and guilt and it was really important that I honoured everything I had created And it took me aback because I was so focused on why I wanted to let it go. And that was such a valuable lesson for me, knowing that even when you are desperate to let something go, even when you know it's completely right to let it go, that there can still be grief and sadness when you do. And I'm reminded of this at the moment because as I record this episode, I have just over a week left of running my group program, Rest and Rise. This program, I have been running it for a year and a half now, I think. It has been one of the most incredible things I have done for my business, for my skills and experience as a coach, and for the connection that I have with my people. This program has been incredible. Why am I closing it down now? The truth is, over the last few months, what became clear to me is that who I am now is very different to who I was when I started this program. And I love working with the clients in this program, but I am no longer aligned to selling what it is that I'm selling with this program. Selling the promise of the program, right? It's not aligned anymore. I also realized, by the way, and this was actually quite a profound realization, that I had never fully leaned into selling the program from a place of the benefit of this program is that you get to work with me. Not all the bells and whistles, but like the benefit of this program is that you get to work with me. I had never sold it from that place. And I realized that that is why it was no longer aligned. And in many ways, this really does feel like the end of a chapter. Like 
not just with this program, but I have been doing such deep work this year. And if you're in the, if you're in my private client only Facebook group, The Inside, you will, uh, you will have access to a behind the scenes recording I did a few weeks ago, where I talk about all the ins and outs of the deep work and get pretty vulnerable about that. Um, And if you want in, by the way, anyone who has bought anything from me can join. And if you haven't bought anything from me, you just go on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash everything. And there's a $10 pack of affirmations and you'll get an invite that way. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, in many ways, it feels like the end of a chapter. Because of all of this work I've been doing on myself, I feel like I'm ready to fully trust the impact that I get to create and to really create and sell offers from a place of you get to do this work with me and isn't that incredible and you know I talk a lot about aligned offers and I have a whole program called uh, aligned offers and I'm not a stranger to creating offers from an aligned place and based on how I feel but I think the thing is that how I feel has changed how I feel about myself has changed I've removed more layers of crap that were getting in the way of my true self. And obviously this is my life's work and it's an ongoing, never-ending process. But yeah, um, I am ready to trust the impact and to sell my offers from a place of deeper trust in that. So it's natural that my offers will shift and it's natural that my prices will shift. Like I said, or did I say? My one-to-one prices are going up on the 1st of January. I would love to work with you, by the way if this is all speaking to you. So you can find all the info on my website. So it's natural that things will shift, but this ending felt kind of a lot more complicated than closing my copywriting business because this is something, you know, this is work I love doing. In many ways, I feel like I have totally hit my stride with the way I run this program. Like running Rest and Rise is so easy in so many ways, and that is not a bad thing. That is a sign that I am doing aligned work and that I have... I've learned from ways in which I've delivered it and I've I've crafted it and curated it in a way that really suits my energy and the way that I like to work. So in many ways, it feels like the easiest thing ever. And I can't, you know, I can't not say how much I love my clients in there. Like they are amazing. It is so sad to tell them we cannot work together in this way anymore. Although I definitely trust that I will be working with some of them in the future in the right way as well. So yeah, it was hard to let go of all of this in the name of the bigger vision, which is the program that I am aligned to now. And the thing is, I actually don't know what that program is yet. And I'm trusting that it's going to come through when it's meant to come through. But yeah, because of this, I was really conflicted about letting this program go for a long time. Really conflicted about it. But when I announced it to the people who were in there, I instantly knew knew it was right. You know, sometimes you just have to take action and then you get the feeling in your body and you know, right? And that's what happened. So yeah, I don't know what's next. And I'm really in this space of the in-between. It's really common and normal for doubts to kick in. Like my brain will want me to rush into the next thing to stay safe in terms of money um, and in terms of practicing what I do in the group setting. But I don't know what's next and I'm really trying to honor this process. And in letting go of this program, 
I'm, I'm trying to honor what I've created here as well. I've really learned that lesson from my copywriting business. I am celebrating every single one of my clients as they finish. I, a really big thing I'm doing actually is I'm reading their words because when they're, because they're all finishing around now and they're sharing posts in the group and, you know, they're sharing the impact that the program has had on them. And I'm really trying to be present with that because it's quite natural sometimes to avoid, tr- it's it's natural to avoid really taking these words in when people say stuff about the difference we are making in their lives. And I think that's a safety, a safety, um, what's the word? A protection thing, because if we really take it in, we might become complacent or maybe they're wrong and maybe other clients won't agree, right? What if I let people down in the future? But I think it's so important to sit there and be present with it and take it in. Like my clients are intelligent people (laughs) and I'm going to trust what they're saying about their experience, right? So I don't know if this speaks to you, but I feel like it's really important to say sit with the good stuff that people say about your work. And yes, there are always ways to improve. And yes, we want constructive criticism, ways to improve. And sometimes that's very hard to sit with as well. But sit with and be present with the amazing stuff that people are saying as well. And also just allowing myself to feel the feelings. Like it feels really sad, actually. It feels bittersweet. It feels sad and happy. Like both things are true. But it can, it, it does feel sad reading the messages of people as they're finishing. And I'm feeling the feelings of that. Ugh, and it's really coming up right now as I'm talking about it. it. Isn't it like amazing the work that we do and how deep we get to, to know people and go with people? And all of my clients have made me a better business owner and a better coach as well. Anyway. Feeling the feelings and also like eventually I will debrief the whole thing. Now I have been debriefing as I go in terms of launching it and stuff, but I will debrief the whole experience of running it and learning from it. And I do this with all major projects. I just did it with the summit, just recorded a debrief of that, which you can get if you're interested. I debrief launches that I do so that I can learn and improve next time and support myself better next time. And I've got a whole process for it, which I share in my course, Journaling for Launches. But I'm also not going to debrief it while I'm still in the in the feelings. I got to give myself time. If I jump straight to the debrief and the strategic, logical stuff, I would skip a really important part of this process of letting go. And I think that that is true for the end of the year as well. So you got to give yourself time to process. you got to give yourself time to feel the feelings. And actually, I feel like looking through my photos was that because it wasn't logical. It wasn't me making lists of stuff and planning or anything. It was just feeling it, experiencing it, what I needed. Um, and this is why, by the way, I book out a date in January so that I know I have a day or more than a day set aside to do the logical strategic stuff, to reflect and plan. But for now, I think it's really important to honor where you have feelings and to give yourself space to feel them. And just know that so much can change when you actually do that. So that's where I'm at right now. And like I said, it's really bittersweet. Everything like this year has been a lot, I would say, for me personally, in the work that I've been doing and the learnings I've been having about myself. But like I said, it feels like a new chapter has already started 
in the in in the way I'm willing to show up as a business owner and trusting my value as a business owner and human. Um, and yeah, it's so bittersweet finishing my group program. But I'm really excited about what's next. And what's next immediately is the Play With Possibility workshop, which again, go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash possibility to sign up for that. And actually, when I run that workshop, I'm going to announce something exciting that is coming in January. It's not the next big group program, but it is the next most aligned thing on my heart. And actually, I haven't worked with people in this way for a while. So I'm very excited to announce that. But I will tell you more after I've run the workshop and I hope that you will be there. And whatever happens, I, m- my biggest wish for you is that you can give yourself, spa- give yourself space, give yourself the gift of perspective and you will see just how far you have come this year, even if it doesn't necessarily feel like it right now. So thank you for being here with me and listening to this and being here with the podcast, supporting the book, which came out this year as well. And I will catch you again with another episode in January. Have a wonderful end of your year, whatever you are doing and however you are celebrating. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Quietly Ambitious. If you have a moment to rate and review, know that it really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation, then you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, join me in the Facebook group or my personal favorite, sign up to my newsletter, Letters to Quietly Ambitious Humans. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.